0: Mm. Mm. To Real one. To Boss. Welcome to Ain't Purposely to Bossing it. Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Uh, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Boston Up. On today's episode, we have Kathy Kristen. Kathy Kristen is a spirited boss babe, serial entrepreneur, keynote speaker, life and business strategist, and best-selling author dedicated to helping others live a life they love. She brings profound awareness to the extraordinary possibilities within everyone she meets and provides business and personal coaching tools to help individuals and organizations elevate to their highest potential. She has coached 100 plus people over the past decade to start and grow profitable businesses and exclusively mentors 35 entrepreneurs across multiple market spaces annually. So I present to you all Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Hello, good morning. How are you? I am great. I'm so excited to have you on here today. I'm excited to be uh,
1: Love, I love the focus of the podcast and helping people purposely boss up. Uh, It is definitely my jam.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So let's get into this thing. Yeah. So of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Kathy, what is your definition of purpose?
1: This is very interesting. I get asked all the time where I say like, you know, uh, I can't find my purpose in life. I can't do this. And for me, I'm like, finding your purpose is about finding what makes you come alive. It's about, uh, you know, what brings you joy um, and what lets you vibrate at the highest level, you know, energetically, like where you show up and everyone just is like, whoa. So what is it that does that? And I just, for me, I feel like that's our purpose in life is to find what is that thing that makes us come most alive.
0: Yes. Be your true self and Mm -hmm. tap into your inner self so you can, like you say, show up to be the best version that you can ever be. I mean, there's no need to walk around being phony when you can be the real you, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So Kathy, if you could describe yourself in one word, just one word, what would it be and why?
1: That's a great question. Now, one word, I'd probably say perseverance. Uh, Just, you know, I've been through uh, a lot and, and always like, that's probably what people know me most for would be like a positive energy, but just like pushing through, like no matter what life throws at you, like pushing through and continuing going on that mission and not letting anything get in the way of that.
0: Yes. Yes. I love When people use that word, because, you know, like you said, you don't let other obstacles hold you down. Yeah, it may get you that first day, that second day, like, oh my goodness, you know, this happened or, you know, this person did this or, you know, but you have to keep going because if you don't keep going, what's life living for? If you're just going to stop every time something bad hits? like you just have to keep going and know that bigger and better things are coming. Absolutely. It's just crazy out here. People really need to become, people are so busy looking for motivation when they should be looking for inspiration. So people have to find those people who will continuously pour into them um, and help build them up when they're even at their lowest. And that's what it's all about, building those, those circles and groups of people around you who, you know, like I said, help build you up and and, and when, when you've reached your lowest, they are there to help pick you up and offer any kind of advice that they can. So if you have a mindset that, you know, you want to be a billionaire, start surrounding yourself with people who got that money. Or if you, you know, you want to be a business person, surround yourself with those who have businesses. That's the last thing you want to do is ask somebody who doesn't have a business about running a business. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> people uh, have to absolutely. get it together. People have to get it together <laughs> and choose wisely. I mean, when you're grown, you you know right from wrong. So, mm-hmm. don't surround yourself by all these bad people who are not going to support you and 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 think of the best things that are good for you when you can just surround yourself with a group of people who have your best interests at heart.
1: Oh, yeah. I have a whole chapter of that on my book. You know, like that <laughs> is such a, I'd probably say one of the most integral components to my success was just the influence I had, the circle of influence, and like who I was choosing to spend more time with because mm-hmm. we all have people in our lives that are takers of our energy, you know, and, and can bring us down. Uh, yeah. and people who give us energy, and that when we're around them, we like wanna be a better person, we wanna show up, we wanna do more, we wanna be more. Yep. You know, and so being conscious of you know who are we spending our time with, like one, have we actually identified in our life who are the givers and takers? Yeah. And, and are you being intentional about how much time you're spending with with them? Right. Uh, so we all have both in our lives, you know. Yeah. And I would say that if they're like neutral, it's more of a taker because as human beings, we were meant meant to you know progress, uh, move forward, and evolve. Right. Right. And uh, so when, when someone's not helping you do that, it's taking away from what I believe um, is where you should be, you know, as a human is constantly looking at how do you, how do you improve? Right. right. Um, and so that is just so wild because just if you're not conscious of like, oh my gosh, like these people that I'm around, like they don't inspire me to move forward. They don't challenge me. They don't make me think bigger. You know, actually they're doing the opposite. They're like, why are right. you to do that? Why are you trying to, you know, we're in a business. Like, why are you spending your time? Like that takes so much time, you know, or like, right. That seems really hard. You know, like, why are you putting so much work into that? <laughs> um, uh, and like you said, if you want to do those things, you have to be around people who have done it, you know, like yeah. starting a business, like the worst thing for somebody, you know, I coach people all the time to, to, to start their own business. And like the worst thing they can do is talk to a regular nine to five employee who doesn't believe in entrepreneurship. Like that's just going to bring the, you know, they're just going to be like, well, why? You know, why are you doing that? And you're doing something totally different. So go out there and find those like kick ass entrepreneurs that you want to emulate, who have the life you want to have, who have the freedom, yes, and flexibility that you want to have, and know that it's a season. We all go through it. When you start a business, it's like having a baby, and you mm-hmm. are going, to, <laughs> you are going, and I'm in it right now. I'm, I'm, my, my son is three and a half months old. And like that, man. Those first couple months are tough, you know, and they take a lot of time and attention and focus. And but it's a season, and they don't stay there forever, you know. Like he's going to know how to feed himself and how to go to the restroom and changes himself, and (laughs) get there. But there's a there's a season for it, and and you know when you have a baby that there's a time where you are the one that's feeding and changing and showering and the sole provider. And when you open or start a business or you're really excited about. You are going to put in extra time in the beginning, um, uh, but it's for a reason. And, and it's not going to be like that forever. So I think that's right.
0: Yep. That's right. That is right. So can you tell our listeners a little about how you got where you are today? Um, yes, absolutely. So, um, I guess long
1: story short, uh, I grew up lower income, uh, two room, apartment, six people in it. Uh, I always knew what I, I didn't want. I didn't want to struggle. I didn't want to be poor. You know, I didn't want to. Uh, there are certain things, and I and I knew overall, like I just wanted to like have time and flexibility. Um, I remember being in high school and seeing a lot of. Uh, friends, parents that would like be at school events, you know, be at their games. And I played sports and sang. And and my parents couldn't always be there, you know, and very rare could my mom be there. And, and that's because they worked. And I'm like, do their parents not work? You know? And as I asked people like, Hey, what do your parents do? Like I kept, you know, hearing, I remember in high school, oh, they have their own business. Oh, they right. have their own business, and I And I just remember that was the first thing where I was like, I need to have my own business, you know, because I just, I wanted to have the time and the flexibility, uh, as well as the income, to be able to do what I want, what I wanted, with who I wanted, and not be constrained uh, by um, time or money. You know, so that was something that really inspired me. And then when I was in college, I bumped into a direct sales company, um, Vector Marketing, Cutco, and I was I was blown. Away. Like I learned so much that summer in two and a half months as a nineteen-year-old. I made twenty-two thousand dollars in income. Oh, shoot. Uh, and then I went into their program and just started learning. And it really, it's a program give the foundations and entrepreneurship, personal skills, time management, organization, goal setting, discipline. And I mean, the list goes on, but it's soft skills that transfer to anything you do, whether you have a business or not, it just makes you a stronger, more resilient person that's Mm -hmm. goal oriented and better at communicating, you know, like who can't, (laughs) like in their relationships and their family, you know? Oh yeah. So, um, I fell in love with the program and what they taught and Honestly, I was always was always so drawn to like helping people grow. And you know, at nineteen I, I didn't know what I was gonna study in college. I was majoring in accounting and then I like switched I switched a couple of <laughs> times and I ended up with international business major, but my my counselor said, what do you, like, if you had a dream title, you were going to put it on a card, like, what would that be? And I remember saying a maximum potential finder. And he was like, what? He's like, well, mm. great. But I said, I just feel like so many people have so much inside of them and could do so much if, if they wanted to, but they're not like, they're either not in the right environment. Uh, they don't have the right resources. They don't have the right, right mindset. Um, but the fact is even without those resources, if you have the right mindset and you have a great work ethic, you can create anything you want. That's uh, right. But I just, I, started seeing that and and really poured into that. And I said, okay, I'm going to do this. So I worked with them for for a year, you know, and then stayed a couple more years, and you know, I've 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 been connected in in some fashion with the company um, for almost two decades, and I absolutely love what they do, you know. And then outside of that, have also helped people um, in our consulting company, and you know, in in our startup, helping people actually start businesses, and I just have a lot of fun with it, you know. Like I know um, I know how much it can benefit people, and I know that I love you know the life that I live, and it's not for everyone, you know, but for those who uh, you know, just enjoy. Like I love traveling, you know, and I, I love impacting and influencing. And uh, for me, that's become, you know, my purpose and and something that lights me up and excites me is seeing people um, have the time and freedom to do what they want.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. Like how you took those um, those traits and those qualities that you learned with the business and even put them in your business. I mean, you know, everything is a transferable characteristic or a trait or uh, um, anything that you do um, mm-hmm. should be able to be transferred into something else. Like, you were like, well, you know, I worked at McDonald's, so I don't know if I can fix cars. Well, you can because you offer customer service skills. So mm-hmm. those things are transferable. You can use those things wherever you go you know what I mean? Right. So that's awesome. That's amazing. Can you tell our listeners if you had any um, role models or mentors growing up mm-hmm. and did it change over the years? Um, absolutely. So
1: I'm, I'm always looking to level up with the people who I'm speaking to. And then there's just been some personal mentors who have always been those during my life. But uh, I would say, you know, outside of my father was a big influence on me. And I'm, I'm very grateful um, for both my parents, but my, my father, just a lot of just challenging me and my mindset since I was younger, but it was my best friend's dad was one of the first people where I remember in the sixth grade, um, we, uh, we, we were able to, you know, be blessed with some scholarships and be able to go mm-hmm. to a small private school. And my parents were working around the clock, multiple jobs to just help us get a great education. And, when I went there, you know, before that, I thought I was the queen of the world. I could do anything anyway. Cause that's just how I was brainwashed. Right. Since I was younger. <laughs> right. And, and I'm, I'm super grateful for that. Cause I know everyone doesn't have that. Um, uh, and when I went to the school, all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, like, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have those resources. I can't mm. have a private tutor or coach. Mm. We don't have money. Like I'm around these people that have like our, our upper income, middle, upper income. And like, we're not, you know, right. so doubting, like what I'd be able to do in the world because I just didn't have the Resources they had, and I remember my mentor, you know, just sharing like you can do anything. Like if you put your mind to it, you might have to work a little harder than maybe someone else does, but you can get there. And and I was inspired starting to study like just different. There's so many people that you look at, and like people who are quote unquote, you know, super famous, and yeah. You know, lot and from actors and um, business people. And I love Oprah. Uh, It's one of my favorites to watch. But I just, when you look at their story and see where they came from, and it was just like, there was a decision made of like, I want to be somewhere different. And then meeting right. people along the way that were pushing you on that path, and so definitely through the years, you know, there's been different people I've I've met with, connected, and I've always looked for ways to level up. Uh, being involved in a lot of personal development, I'd mm-hmm. say for the past you know decade and a half, and then uh, getting connected with strong masterminds uh, that were challenging me and being around people who were, you know, you said like you want to be a millionaire. I'm like, well, hang out with billionaires, you know, and getting to know people who are to just think at such a bigger level and live life at such a higher yeah. level challenges me to think bigger. About about what's possible and what I could do, and for me, I'm about being with conscious uh, mm-hmm. millionaire and billionaires, people that like have a huge heart that want to give back. You know, like I look at that, I'm like, I don't want just money. Uh, I want a certain life. I want to be have a legacy. I want to be known right. for certain things. And so, finding people who, when you look at their life, like all around, not just mm-hmm. the money they're making or whatever, um, they're like, they're someone I'd want to be like, and last thing I'd say is it's it's good to have maybe you have mentors at different parts of your life, right? Like I have some business yes. mentors that help me professionally, uh, which is very different than you know my father or you know a pastor or someone that I look up to and talk to who's a spiritual mentor right. uh, of mine. you know, So I think it's really great to look at the different areas of your life that are most important to you that you want to make sure you're constantly being challenged on and growing That's right and, um, and have people in all those areas helping you.
0: Yes, that is absolutely true. Now, do you feel, um, what was your biggest challenge to get where you are today and how did you overcome that?
1: Um, I would say the the biggest challenge would be uh, my mindset, like in certain times, like that self-doubt, right? That like, I'm not enough, like, can I actually right. do this? Um, so that was constantly, my biggest challenge was mentally, sometimes, you know, caving or questioning or you know, just not having that full confidence. And it was through like those mentors and people going, look, like someone else. And this was something that um, has stuck with me since I was, I don't know, 13, 14, but it was like, someone else has done it. So can you, you know? Right. So I never, I would say that I was never the outside of the box. Like, let me do something no one else has done before. Um, yeah. I like breaking goals, but that's because I see like, okay, what has someone else done? Okay, I'm going to break it. <laughs> so I've always, you know, that that since I was younger, it was like someone else has done this. So can I like, um, yeah. I, and that's something that always excited me. And so whether you're someone who's completely innovative out of the box and are trying to find things that no one's ever thought of, like that's not me, um, but I will outwork <laughs> any day. And and I'd say my work ethic and and just having that, like having those like different mantras um, uh, mm-hmm. that served me mentally um, uh, and having processes for myself You know, I really learned that probably in my early twenties, mid twenties, it's been a process over the past couple of decades, but I would, you know, when I'd get upset or something would happen, um, uh, or I'd have that self doubt, like I was going to go on a new venture or start something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, can I really do this? Like, am I qualified to like, you know, and those, all those things came up Then it was just like, yes, Kathy, you are, you know, you have all the tools and resources you need. You have access to anybody that you want and you can create anything if you put your mind and work towards it. That's right. You know? And so reminding myself, and I'm like, you're right, Kathy. All right, let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was Mm just like, you know, pump up talk with myself, but really learning how to, whenever I I heard that or felt that, we all hear it. We all feel it. Mm -hmm. Here's what I want to say. The most successful people have self-doubt, like they doubt certain things. They question certain things. Sometimes we're like, oh "Mm yes. The, The difference is they don't let that paralyze them, you know? And so they, they see it, they acknowledge it. And then they move past it. They're like, all right, Right. now what do I need to do to move past this? And that's the difference, I think, with the most successful people and those who are not, is that they don't allow those thoughts, self-doubt, challenges, obstacles, whatever comes in their way. Like I lost my cousin, my best friend, you know, when we were... 24. Um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, this was a long time ago, uh, but I just, I remember that being really tough. Like we were two months apart. We were raised as twins, you know, and mm-hmm. he was gone. And then my sister, um, seven years ago, you know, wow. um, and she was, um, you know, going on, uh, she was just about to hit 30 right before that, you know, she passed away in a, in a, in a car accident unexpectedly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, family stuff and, and, all sorts of crazy, you know, drama yeah. happens. Um, a lot of those things uh, can can be very paralyzing, and it was tough. Like after my cousin passed, like my my, I was just like, "What the heck? Like, what is going on?" And like, it was really hard for me to focus. And there was this, like, "Well, why him and not me?" You know, mm-hmm. and he made so much good, and and then you know, it really made me think about what I was doing and where I wanted to go. And then when my sister passed, that was another time where I was just like, Ooh, "Okay, you know, like life is just so short," you know, and yeah, and then. I I know, and I've, and I've known people where they've lost a loved one and that's completely derailed, you know, their life. And, and it is, it is derailing and it is tough, but they allowed themselves to stay there like forever or for Mm -hmm. a long time, much longer than they needed to. And when I think about loss or going through stuff, it's like, You know, live. You're still here. You know, like what could you do to live it out for them? Like they're watching you. Like they would. Yeah. You know they're feeling horrible, going like, no, I did not want that to happen. I do not want you sitting on your ass, like depressed, doing nothing, or like you know, doing substances to get through this. Like I'm fine, and like I'm watching you, and like go. You know, and and that. You know, I remember when I started looking at them, kind of more like a guardian angel, and. Knowing like, okay, I'm still here. Like I still need to keep moving forward. Like we all have a different amount of days that we're gonna have. And so let me make the most of mine, you know? Um, so that I, I don't know if I answered the question. I kinda of went off in a little time. I don't
0: change, know, but. you did good. <laughs> That's just fine. Um, yeah, but like but, you said, like those life challenges really um can, like you said, derail you and and then you sit and mope and you ponder in that same spot for a long time and you don't allow yourself to feel. You don't allow yourself to heal. You don't allow yourself to move forward. And of course, that's, I'm sure, not what the person who may have passed on, if it was a death or, you know, someone that, you know, you're not no longer maybe close to, they wouldn't want you to be that way. So you have to build yourself back up and keep going so you can do it not just for them, but also for yourself. Cause it's all about you too. Like it helps you be a better person. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. So I'm sure you've had a lot of success over the years. So, can you tell our listeners what your definition of success is, and what may have been your biggest success, whether it was personal or business related?
1: Um, okay, yeah. So, for me, like, it's a constant. It's a constant journey, you know. And I think about like being successful. Um, to me, is um, as I'm knocking things out. Like, I have a dreams list. I have things that I want to do that I want to accomplish. You know, and so. Their success is happening all the time. And yeah. I've chosen in my life to celebrate every success, not just like, success is huge. Like I define success as like a simple win, you know, like my son followed his schedule for the day and not properly. Is, like, I know that's right? Right. I'm like success. Like it's so good. <laughs> and you know, finding like, if I say I'm going to work out four times a week, you know, when I get it done, like that's a celebration, like find ways to celebrate human beings are so tough on ourselves. Right. Yeah. And the more, the more you start finding things to celebrating, set small goals, set, you know, small things you want to get done. And so for me, it's like, did I, did I, did I finish and work all the way through whether I accomplished the ultimate goal or not? Like, did mm-hmm. I actually put in the work all the way through? Most mm-hmm. of the times I end up hitting that goal, but there's a lot of business goals that I haven't hit, but like I grew through that process. And to me, success is, um, learning lessons, you know, and you mentioned that earlier about, you can take something from everything and like learn it. Like when I can gain a lesson, get stronger, get better through something that's success. And yeah. sometimes, that means failing. Um, yeah, uh, that absolutely. Means, you know, in the world's terms, right? Um, uh, that that means something didn't go the way you wanted it to. Uh, but then you learned from it, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, then that's a success. Like, if you're always learning, that means you're growing, and you're growing right. mentally, you're growing emotionally, you know, and 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 whatever skills maybe it was something like business related or family related, whatever it is, it's helping you move forward. So, yeah. knowing that like I was able to find a lesson and strengthen through a process to me is success, you yes. know? So it's, it's a constant, um, setting of goals. You know, like I, I know that I wanted to, uh, you know, a monetary one, let's say, you know, cause I have so many different ones, you know, would be being able to earn six figures. By the time I was 21, I started earning six figures, you know, having my business, like that was huge. Right. to save my first hundred thousand dollars. Like that was huge. We would to buy my house. Like those were all different successes. Uh, cause it's just, it's goals that I had. And every time I hit one, I'm like, boom, you know? And again, right. Um, there's a lot of mile markers along the way. So I kind of, I, I think it's really, it can be really defeating for people if they're just mm-hmm. like they base their worth or success based on achieving this like huge like thing out there and mm-hmm. um, make it really tough along the way. So have those big things out there. I'm all about that. I live my life constantly like pushing myself towards like huge goals. Um, but, but set mile markers along the way that make you feel good. Like, okay, if I get this done within three months, boom, that's a success. If I get this done by here and, and make it easy for you to win. Yes. Make yes. It easy for you. <laughs> and when you do that, you're going to, you're going to have a, like, what's going to happen is you bring a higher level of energy, right? Like joy, happiness, excitement, pride, just feeling good. When you feel good about yourself, you attract more good and you do more good and you're able to move further faster when you have that, when you're that energy that you're attracting. It just like, it's amazing how it just pulls you forward. Right. Right. Um, If you're like, Oh, I didn't do this. Oh, I didn't get this done. Oh, I'm not being successful. You know? And if you're constantly beating yourself up, you're making it harder for yourself and to get to where you need to go.
0: Yep. That's the truth. That's the truth. You always gotta make those, like you said, make success easier for Mm -hmm. you. Um, make those achievable goals, um, when I talk to a lot of my clients and we're, we're making those goals for, let's say, the year, um, you know, you always start off with that biggest goal at the top. And then you break those goals down because something has to be just as small. So if your biggest goal is to, let's say, lose 35 pounds, you know, the next goal under that is, you know, how, how are you going to lose these, um, this weight? Oh, well, you know, I need to start eating healthier. Okay. So if you want to eat healthier, we know sometimes more healthier foods cost more money. So then the next goal right under that should be, oh, I need to, when I get paid, I need to pull maybe, let's say, $50 from that check so I can put it aside for when I go to the store to go grocery shopping. So all those smaller goals really mm-hmm. help the bigger goal. People just think, oh, I just got to go gun straight for the top goal, when that's not even the case. You have to break these things down so they can be more achievable. Like Absolutely. saving $50 every week, that's hard for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, based off, you know, income or if you have children and you have families that you have to support and things of that story. It's not as easy for some others, but you have to challenge yourself. With these goals, nothing is going to come at you. So challenging yourself is going to be the biggest thing. But Making sure you take those proper steps to achieve those goals is what's going to make you feel even better in the end.
1: When you break it down into bite-sized pieces, it's a lot more manageable, right? Like yes. When I, I had wanted to, I remember my first like financial goal that I had for myself um, in when I was in college, was I wanted to study abroad? Now mm-hmm. I had to pay for my own college. Like I paid for everything. I paid off my loans. Like school was college in my family. That that wasn't you know luxury that we all just got to go. Right. Wow. Um, so if you had money to pay for it, or you got scholarship, that's that's how you went. And I remember saying, I want to study abroad. Like how cool would that be? Like I love
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the idea of traveling. And my dad's like, Go for it, honey. You know. And and I remember that being a big goal that summer. I said, I want to make you know at least $5,000 to pay for the abroad program. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really would like to have seven or 10,000 so that I can like have fun while I'm there. (laughs) Right. Okay. And then, uh, you know, my, I remember talking to my manager and I said, you know, is this possible? And he's like, well, let me show you. Like, Earning ten thousand would mean selling, you know, thirty thousand dollars, and that would mean uh, three thousand over ten weeks. Um, three thousand with the average sales about eight, appoint- eight, eight um, sales, eight appointments with a closing ratio is about. 12 to 14 appointments. So if you do three appointments, five days a week, like you'll earn 10 grand. And I was like three appointments, but that's it. And he's like, in order to do that, it means you make 20 calls every morning and then you do this. And it was a sales Mm -hmm. job, but I just remember breaking it down. I was like, I can do 20 calls every day. Like, that's super easy, you know? And Mm -hmm. then... And it was just, you know, now it was committing to that action and just like doing that. And it wasn't thinking about the 10,000. I knew if I did those actions and I kept going, I was going to get there. And I actually ended up earning 22,000.
0: <laughs> wow. Um, uh,
1: and that was that was nuts. I was like, oh my gosh. And that was the first time where I saw a, a big goal that seems like insurmountable mm-hmm. um, because we broke it down into little pieces. Like the little pieces was very doable. And I was right. like, all right, well, then all I have to do is like commit to this and do this like consistency. You know, it's like once you have that thing. And like you were saying with, with losing weight or working out, it's like, all right, let's create better eating habits. Let's find mm-hmm. things that are better than the things we love to eat. Like I love pizza. I love, I love Italian food. I love cookies. And so I had to tell myself, I remember in a year where I was like, all right, I need to get my health back on track. Like what is a better version? So instead of doing this, I'm going to do zucchini noodles. And then I got, used right. to that. I started using kelp noodles, which I absolutely love. Uh, and then pizza, it was like, you know, Switching to like a cauliflower crust from when I really needed pizza and even making my own vegan pizzas, you know, like right. my own tacos and like doing some plant-based stuff, but that was super yummy. It had to have flavor because I'm like right. a person. And so I just started finding things so that when I was craving those things, even chocolate chip cookies, uh, I make them like out of chickpea is the base. And like, it sounds weird, but like you bake it and it's, it's great. And at least I it's not exactly the same but your taste buds start to change and then it was like every day making sure I'm moving for 30 days like doing something or 30 minutes um every day that there's there's some movement so whether it's a health goal a business goal you know personal relationships like figuring out like what are the small steps you need to take daily and that's um actually that's the whole second part of my book the first part is like what do you want And why do you want it? And identifying that because you need those big things in order to then, you know, have like something that's motivating you in the now and, and, and giving you guidance, not just motivating you, but like giving you a blueprint of like, okay, where am I going? Right? Like, what do I need to do? So first we need to have a bigger vision of like, where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? How do you want to show up? And why, why do you want to do that? Because right. There's got to be a why behind it, you know? And then the whole second part is all about um, uh, how do you do it and break down goals and plannings and how to set it in place. Like, that is um, probably what I'm best at is like breaking down goals and like helping people accomplish them. Like, whatever it is someone wants to get done, making a plan as to what they need to do. But now it's up to them to go do it. And that's. You know, the third part of my book is all about how do you sustain it, you know? And Mm. part of that goes back to what we talked about in the beginning, like what's your circle of influence look like? You know, what do your habits look like? How's your internal world, your external world? Because your habits are gonna be a direct reflection in what happens and you accomplishing those or not, right? Yeah. Uh, So, and then, you know, and then just some tips on overcoming adversity. But you know, it's it's very simple formula, but Mm -hmm. the hard part is, you know, the commitment to those things and not allowing the tough times or tough
0: people to keep you from getting to where you want to go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I agree with that a hundred percent. So if you could give young Kathy, little young Kathy, when she was maybe 10 or she was an early teen, if you can give her one piece of advice, what would you tell her?
1: Um, I would say, you know, I would remind her you have everything like. You've been given all the tools uh, internally to achieve anything you want you know, like, so whatever it is that you want to do, find people uh, that have done it already so that you can get there faster. You know, like you Mm. can emulate, like, don't try to figure it out on your own. It took me too long to start asking for help and questions. And so if I could go back, I'd say ask for help sooner. Like don't let pride get in the way. Don't feel like you have to have it figured out. Don't try to figure it out on your own. Find people who have done it, find out what they did, and you're going to move further faster.
0: Yes, 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 yes. That is a good one. That's a good one. Someone used something similar to that one time, but that is definitely a good one. If you if you have those resources and those people around, ask them. You I know. know. X find them him. even
1: if you don't find them even if you don't yep. have a bad conversation like go on YouTube and like someone who's accomplished like they have tutorials they're talking all the time about what they're doing if it's something you yep. want to see what's working and like copy it and then mm. do it better <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the truth you do is people everywhere and I'm like people um, a lot of people still don't utilize social media the way that they should and I'm like social media is a tool it's a networking tool and people have to understand this is what we're using it for yeah you got all these crazy Videos and all this other mess, but I'm using it to network. Okay, I'm sliding in DMs, I'm sending emails, and I'm connecting with these people because this is the most important thing that you need to do when you're a business person, woman, man, whatever you're doing, you have to connect with the people. You can't sit and wait for somebody to give you the plug when you can actually create the plug. So do what you need to do and 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 do it proud. You know, it was times that I. I almost gave up on myself because something, I didn't receive an email or somebody told me no or Mm -hmm. somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do. And then I turned around and was like, but why am I getting mad when I can either do it myself or I can get somebody else to do it? You know, so don't everybody don't put all your eggs in one basket because I know I have a few times before (laughs) And it's easy to give up when you do things like that. But face things out and, and know that things take time. Things don't happen overnight. We Some people are overnight successes and some people it takes 10 years for them to become a over, quote unquote overnight success. So right. do what you need to do and stay focused. That's my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. That That's- is my biggest thing. So you have a new baby, <laughs> you're managing your business and you're doing everything with that. Can you tell our listeners, how do you practice self-love, self-care? It's in the schedule. (laughs)
1: So everything's in the schedule. Like I joke around with people that I coach. I'm like, if you, you're like, I want time to do nothing. I'm like, put it in the schedule. They're like, what? I'm like, I literally put my schedule like nothing time. Like this is created space. Like today in my schedule from four to six is like it's blocked off and it's uh Benjamin and Kathy time for me to go to for a walk, hang out with my baby, have some time with him before I have a, a you know a group that I coach, uh that I have a, an evening coaching session. But like that time is blocked. So anything mm-hmm. that you want to get done, uh you have to put it in your schedule. To me, I have to put it in my schedule. Like the busier you are, the more it needs to be structured because if not, you're gonna be all over the place, you know? Yeah. Um uh, and and definitely having a newborn, you know, like that's been a new fun challenge for me where it's not, it can't always go according to plan because he's not on my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, No mom, we're doing this now. And I'm like, right. Oh. It's, you know, so that's been, he's, it's been actually a really fun lesson of being able to let go a little bit. Um, because I am very like, here's what needs to happen. Here's what's uh-huh. going to
0: happen.
1: And, and so it's been, it's been really beautiful, like to learn to just like let go and go with the flow. Um, uh, and so it's like, plan tight, but hang loose, you know, something mm-hmm. my course always says, and just like, you know, if things aren't going exactly like, it's okay. Like we'll restructure things. You can move things around, you know, and then go from there. So just like knowing that it, like things are going to like alter, um, the, the plan, uh, the course, I can't think of one week where my schedule went exactly as it's, you know, but right. something always done a great job of is creating extra space for nothing or for unexpected, because those things are going to happen. And so you don't mm-hmm. want to get super frustrated with yourself when you're like, Oh, I got it. I, I plan this, you know, like you've got to plan for the unexpected, like plan extra space for that, you know, and then planning for yourself. So for me, it's walks. I like going on walks, um, uh, with the baby, um, going for, you know, um, I, I'm not a runner, but I'll do like a, a walk run, like a mile around my block, you know, and mm-hmm. have that time out. Outside to just look at the trees, take, you know, breathe. And I actually when I do the one mile, like when I do my longer walks for 30, 45 minutes an hour, mm-hmm. um, I'll put on some great music or a podcast or I'll talk with the baby. When I do the one mile, the one mile takes 15 minutes. Like I take nothing. I don't take my cell phone. I just like just be in nature. Like look at the trees, look at the sky breathe, you know, like yes, be grateful. And I'm like, you know, what am I grateful for today? Like, uh, what do I appreciate in my life? And like just making sure, like that's a big thing for me. Um, so I guess I would answer the question better, what do you do for self-care? Like one of the biggest things that I'm very focused on no matter what is putting on a gratitude lens. Like just really um because it might sound you're like how does that have to do with self-care? Like when you're in gratitude, like Everything like your internal body, like your health is better. Um, uh, like you're like when you have more oxytocin, and you're like, there's just so many things that you can go study, like scientific studying around it. But yeah. mentally, like you're just how your brain is working, like the neurology. Like, there's a, a book called Heart Math. Uh, or by heart mass, excuse me, called heart intelligence. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it really, and there's so much science, so many studies that show. And when you're focused on like that gratitude and just connecting with your heart, you know, just how much that impacts and influences like you overall and just how you feel, how you show up and also how uh, it pours into everything else that you're doing. Um, So that's a big thing is taking time to just like be and be grateful, Um, uh, you know, doing something to move. And, you know, and then I'm good about like, Making sure I'm, I'm having some yummy smoothies and putting good nutrients into my body, especially as I'm like on the go constantly. I uh, need mm-hmm. to make sure that my energy's up. And I know that uh, when I'm not putting the proper nutrients in, I'm gonna drag ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hear you with that one, right?
1: <laughs> and I, 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 you know, Saturday night, I indulged in an entire pizza by myself and I had a lot of cookies. You know, yesterday I was like juicing and like eating salads and some grilled chicken. Like, you know, like there's, there's a place to eat. There's a place for it all if you want it, you know, uh, but uh, there are, you know, I know that if I do too much of one, I'm not going to have the results or feel the way I want, you know, so that's I'm right. Just
0: conscious of that. Yeah, you have to be. Definitely have to be. So can you tell our listeners about any upcoming projects, you maybe have any virtual events, anything like that? Um, uh, right now,
1: we have been on pause with uh, Baby Life and just right now transitioning back to work. Um, but I definitely would love to connect with people like on KathyKristen.com. And it's, it's Kathy with a C, uh, so C-A-T-H-Y and Kristen with a C-H, so C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N.com. Um, Um, I'd love to connect and things that'll be upcoming, I'll be throwing on there. I'm going to be doing, starting to do more lives and and coaching and teaching. Um, And I do that mostly on Facebook uh, and Instagram. Um, I'm most, I chat most on Instagram. Um, So it's at Kathy D. Kristen. Um, You can find me there. But if you go to my website, like it has my social media. Um, on there, uh, but I'll I'll be doing lives and teaching, and I'll be kind of figuring out the rest of the year right now. So I just I just got back to quote unquote work a couple of weeks ago, and so uh, figuring out and mapping out. I wanted to wait to see when the baby was here, where I wanted to go with things, but uh, always coaching, always teaching um, people, and. Right now I've got some, some big projects that I've been I'm helping uh, a couple other companies and coaching some managers with their stuff. So that that and baby has taken most of my time. <laughs>
0: but,
1: <laughs> uh, we, are, we are planning on doing um, you know a, an event uh, this fall. Uh, so we'll, we'll have news on that on social media.
0: Awesome, awesome. So before we go, can you give our listeners one piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in life, but in business too?
1: I think, I mean, we've talked about it a lot already. My biggest piece of advice is find the people that you want to emulate. Find the results that you want to have, you know? And, and so just that's the quickest way to boss up, you know, is don't try to just do it yourself. Like find the examples right? Uh, and then put your personality into it and make it your own. Um, so, you know, that right there is is the best way to, to move up uh, is finding those people and saying, okay, what are they doing that I'm not? What do I need to add to my habits? You know, what do I need to focus on and, and start doing some of those things? And you'll see yourself progress much
0: quicker. Yes, that was amazing. That was amazing. Kathy, I was so excited to have you on here today. I hope, you know, I'm typing as we're talking. (laughs) I'm just steady writing my little notes as I do each episode. And I hope everyone was writing down those nuggets and hoping they can, you know, contact you on social media if need be. Make sure y'all go on her website and follow her. I'm sure she probably has an email list you can probably sign up for. Um,
1: there's a free, um, when you go on the website, there's a free tool uh, that's really great. I, w- I want to recommend this to do with your families, to do for yourself. And it's uh, it's called Live a Life You Love. It's seven steps to live a life you love. And it's a fun exercise. It's a planning tool. And it has you going through like a dream session and then picking out your top 20 goals and, you know, looking at that. And I think that it's not too late. A lot of people like to do that at the beginning of the year, you know, mm-hmm. it's, well, post COVID is like a new year. So like, let Let's look at what's happening. Um, uh, You know, just taking time to look because our our world's been rocked, you know, and all the plans we had for this year have totally been turned, you know, upside down. And it's been incredible to see all the people adjusting and, you know, going online and working, Uh, but really looking at, okay, what is important? I've loved this season because it has, you know, like even with obviously all the yucky and like, it's not exciting to see people ill and passing away. Um, Right. The the positive side of this has been like how people have really focused on what's important. Uh, People have spent more time on their health, more time with their families, you know, been more present with things. And uh, it's exciting, you know, to see those who have chosen to do that versus just being... Off and home and angry and fighting, you know, because there's some of that too. Um, uh, but uh, take time to do this. Have your kids do this, like so you can learn about like their goals, like what are some things they're excited about, you know, like right? Need? Because now you can like help them make plans, and so it has like my little, uh, you know, planning steps. Like those are the steps I take with any client uh, for planning. I've been using this tool for over a decade and a half, and it's free. Uh, if you go on the website, you can download it for free, um, and you'll receive that. Highly recommend that. Um, and then you know, the, the book has tons of exercises, like every chapter has like pause and reflect, and mm-hmm. at the end of every chapter, uh, there's a design exercise. And the, the, the chapters are only five to seven minutes, you know, it'll take you to read. If you're a really slow reader, a couple of them might be 10 minutes, you know. But like they're, okay. they're very quick, easy reading, but the magic is in the exercises. And I encourage you all to do that for yourself because that helps you personally and in business. And I think it's an incredible tool to do with families and kids uh, that gives you more insight. And it's something that I feel not enough families talk about, you know, yeah. and, and really not just talking about it, but like finding some of the goals your kids have that you actually can break them down with them and give them a path and give them steps of what they need to yes. do, you know, to, to go out and, and and get that or do that, you know, uh, and I think that's cool to start training them young and showing them like, Hey, if you want this, here's what it's going to take. Are you committed to these actions? Like that's not, but you know, they're like, I want iPods, you know, or AirPods. It's like, okay, cool. Well, that's $200. So how many lawns are you going to mow and making a plan of like, Hey, it's $10 every time you mow the lawn, you know, who else can you mow? Like I did that when I was like 13, (laughs) 14, I was like going to my neighbors, I'll mow your lawn. Like, you know, so I could save up what I wanted. (laughs) uh, Yeah. to start teaching those habits young, I think is beautiful and powerful.
0: Yes, that is the awesome tool. Sounds like awesome tool because I am on the website right now, about to download it. <laughs> so y'all awesome. get on there. But I was so excited to have you on here, Kathy. Thanks for it was on. just such a pleasure. Absolutely, thank you. And with that being said, I hope everyone has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm. Mm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.